We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And this is Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 41 on food. And what? There are different people here because this is an extra special edition of Flat 29's Big Book of Everything. And we are joined by uh, Sarah Davis from How Much Do We Love? You just heard her saying a word just then. Would you like to say another word, Sarah? Uh, hello. Good one. There's one. Thank you. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've overstepped my welcome already. <laughs> You've overstepped welcome. Okay. Um, and we are also joined by uh, Flat29 regular. Uh, you will remember her from uh, many previous podcasts, Emily Davis. Another Davis. <laughs> we should probably point out that are you related? In our minds. Yeah, in our hearts. <laughs> we are wish. soul sisters, but not... <laughs> Physical sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but that is your band name, though. So no, it's physical. The physical sisters. <laughs> and so, and so, this is our uh, an extra special edition with these guys in, and we're going to talk all about food. In fact, we're talking about it right now because the first question I'm going to throw out to you guys straight off the bat is what else can you do apart from just eating raw with potatoes? Eating raw? Wait. Oh, why would you eat potatoes raw? Why They're is that the main raw. thing? Let me stop That you is there. the stupidest thing you've said in a while. <laughs> <laughs> because, look, if you were, let's say you are ancient man, you dig a potato out of the ground, you see it there, you think, what the heck is this? Your first instinct is going to be to take a massive bite. Oh, Correct? At which right, point right. you'll throw up, because it's poisonous. Well, poisonous or not, Charlie, <laughs> is part of a balanced diet. It's very nutritious. <laughs> when cooked. <laughs> but we're missing the point here. Potatoes <laughs> are fine to eat raw. I think we've established that. <laughs> but what else could you do with them? Okay, I've got something. Um, potatoes are quite cheap, aren't they? Yes. And um, maybe if you're like an under... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, they've got that. Right? Come on. Right. <laughs> Rich can't do this with an audience. I don't know if this is good or not, but if you're an underprivileged child, yeah, I'm in the mindset. Where's this going? I know, I <laughs> we don't know. Um, and you, you haven't got enough money for like a mobile phone, <laughs> right? You could like carve, carve like an iPhone out of potato. <laughs> And then do what with it? <laughs> it's what? just like a like As a, a mindphone, yeah. To, to, impro- <laughs> to improve upon this, <laughs> could you then just cover it in paint and use it for potato printing? You could do, yeah. yeah. You that could make a be... stamp, an iPhone stamp. So hang yeah. on. So you've got the potato, it's you've carved into the shape of an iPhone. Like, what are you? Firstly, what are you going to do? And secondly, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, it's just like nice because you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. It's like. It's like a normal iPhone, it's just a nice thing to have. <laughs> right, what a nice thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you could go to town, you could spray paint it black. I mean, the costs are coming up. I know, I know. <laughs> if you're buying uh, a can of spray paint, some poster paint No, as no, because well. the kids will have it anyway from their graffiti. 
Oh, <laughs> those kids. Yeah. You know those kids in there. They always have paint. So, Nothing um, else. Not paint. What, what kind of apps are you going to have on that bad boy? Um, I don't know. There's something about eyes. I can't think what it is, but it'll do something about Mash eyes. This. Yeah, starch fest. <laughs> and then what is starch fest? I don't know. It's a festival of starch. <laughs> it's, it's a fact-based app. About <laughs> Tell you where to find co- location based yeah. app telling you where to locate carbohydrates. Just find my potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in your hand. <laughs> yes, but in the, in the popular it's children's party game, Hunt the Potato, every, then you need the app. Every potato has got to find my potato app. It's just there. Just right there. What I'm imagining now is you know, when you get like. You go search. You know when you go searching for fossils. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like you do. We all know that. And you, you, know, you like crack open a rock and you. Know <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't know nothing about archaeology. I do. I do. No, he's making I... sense so far. But you have <laughs> this like a potato. <laughs> I should say, rich, rich mimed like a round rock, like, like a, a geode, but like a geode that you crack open and there's crystal inside. But then he like karate chopped it. Inside was a plesiosaur. So you're saying you do this to the potato, <laughs> and what happens? I don't, I don't think he's a trained paleontologist. Do you Come find on. the remnants of potatoes from the past? <laughs> hey, you find that very first potato yes. that that caveman was so eating get, a bite of. Get an iPhone in the middle. He's <laughs> putting them there. Maybe, no, maybe that could be like a competition. <laughs> Hide an iPhone and a potato, and you have to like go through a whole batch. That would be good because the, the potato manufacturers need to get on this because potatoes are boring. Yeah. They've been the same for a very long time. It's like these promotional things they do in crisps with um, putting like a five Sunshine. pound note or something in the sauce. <laughs> well, it's like they put an iPhone in the um, in the potato, which is really impractical because you. That's like it, a step back and a step it. forward at the same time. It's not. You're cutting out for chips and you immediately crack the screen, so you're really pissed off. And what if you're baking it? You just pop it straight in the <laughs> yeah. oven and then you open it up and it's just all fried you up. You haven't thought this through, Rich. <laughs> well, we're all happy, aren't we? But I think. <laughs> I think a conclusion to draw would be if you get a potato and you're going to cook it, just check. Maybe stick a knife in there. A soft Check for solids. (laughs) (laughs) Or just 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 um, ring it first. (laughs) Ring the potato. That's going to be a new thing. They'll have to print mobile numbers on on the potatoes. Is this active? Right. (laughs) Just going to give it a call. Like you know, on eggs. No eggs. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm familiar they, with that. They print like the sell by date on the nickname. Yeah. They could print a telephone number on. Yeah, and, and you, you have ring to call the it. egg. And what happens? What's <laughs> <laughs> the egg? <laughs> it just cracks open when you ring it. I don't know. Or it could be like <laughs> it could be the number of the hen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they each have their own number. What have potatoes got to do with hens? No, we're talking eggs now. I'm what? <laughs> so, so what? You call up the uh, hen and say that was cracking egg. Great job. Well done. Really well done. You laid. <laughs> <laughs> you laid. Yeah, you did. 
goodness. Oh, well... How did this conversation happen in well, your life? That's part one of, um, because it, of, of the uses with potatoes. <laughs> but um, Sarah, yeah. um, what do they do other than hiding technology yeah. with potatoes in America? In America. I think roughly the same thing. We roast them or bake them. Mm-hmm. We fry them. Eat them raw? No, no. Oh. And... Um, and why don't you eat them raw? <laughs> I've just learned they're poisonous. There you go. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, I'll stop then. And then, of course, we mash them. Not we're not. You guys are super into the potato here. I will say, mm. I've eaten a lot of potato. It's because it's St. Patrick's Day. It's subliminal. That's just subliminal potato message. <laughs> we do. We do love a potato in all its guises. I think that's safe to say. Would anyone disagree with that? What do you put if you on do, I'll fight you. Yeah, I wouldn't like right to. Now. Just looking at your face, I wouldn't You've like You've got to. the eye of someone who doesn't like a potato. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not, not going to say anything. Are there people who don't like potatoes? No, because essentially... Um, <laughs> they would be idiots. <laughs> They'd be idiots. And also, a potato is the most inoffensive food you yeah, can right? imagine. It is um, completely blank. I it's thought that was completely... Uh, it's in the same family of lettuce, of plain um, crisps... It's mm. just neutral foods. It's a canvas for toppings. So that's, mm. the, that's the food that you eat. I mean, we it's discussed like, this before in the podcast. Do you like bland mm. foods? Therefore, I love... potato is your staple diet. Absolutely. Um, it's beige. It's beige. <laughs> it's it's, it's everything about it. It's like a kind of a weird lump. Everything about it you can have no opinion on. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to have an opinion about a potato. And I mm. dare any of you to defy <laughs> that. <laughs> But isn't the point of this to give our opinions well, about the potato? <laughs> You're getting quite aggressive about an inoffensive. I, I feel so strongly about how you can't feel strongly about this. You're turning red. She's fired well, up. Can I say what I'd like to do with a potato? And I was talking Please, about oh, sounds dirty. the other yeah. day. Um, I was telling someone about my love of bland foods and I said, I think my ideal meal would be get a white crusty loaf um, hollow it out and fill it with like chips <laughs> and then cut it in slices like a chip butty yeah but yeah. massive yeah no that yeah. sounds good but see, the what? fact that it, like a chip sandwich actually exists here. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Mm. But not in like that carb side. on carb. Yeah. It's, it's it not, sounds yeah. kind of... Now, is there a sauce or it's a spread involved? Um, I don't know. I think that would Some be... Some vinegar, like, on the chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'd spread it like a sandwich. You'd cut it like, you know, slices, and then you'd spread, like, curry sauce on it like a sandwich. You can yeah. do. Yeah, it's carb on carb. Yeah. Would you butter the bread, though? Yes. yes. Oh, you see, I would... Yeah, doesn't that make it too greasy? Um, that's nothing. what you're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think that's the point. As a veteran of a fried potato sandwich, which is slightly different, but oh. that's like delicious. an upper class version of mine. What's well, a fried yeah. potato sandwich? Well, I mean, I, I can guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't. I, feel like I, I want to say it's in the name. From the I'm, I'm going to go through this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you slice a potato. Yeah. Fry it. Right. Check and then you put it between two slices of bread. Hang on. Gosh, that is not what I was picturing. You call the potato. First, you call the potato. Then you call the man who picked the potato. Then check you call the hen. Then you call the hen. Who's supervised. Just for a chat. <laughs> Laid anything today? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, okay. So it's a slightly posher version of the chip sandwich. Mm-hmm. But, listener, if any of you would like to try, we're going to give you a lot of food recommendations today, I feel. And number one would be, um, always call your eggs. Number two <laughs> would be check your iPhone, check your uh, potatoes for iPhones. And number three would be try out that bread loaf, chip loaf thing, and just let me know, because I haven't got the guts, I'll be honest. I talk the talk, <laughs> but I haven't got, I can't follow it through. So please do, and let us know.
And take photos if you do. Definitely. Mm, yeah. Take photos of your arteries. Flat 29, have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flat 29, have a podcast. I download it from the internet. In our last chapter on technology, we uh, considered the nightmare scenario when we were trapped in a nuclear apocalypse and we had to have some items of technology. Uh, We speculated on a number of different items, but what we haven't speculated on quite yet is how we are going to live food-wise in that horrible situation and I think this should maybe become a regular feature of our podcast maybe to um, prepare us for the ensuing nuclear war that's coming exactly it's nice to be prepared and it's not depressing or is it no <laughs> no it's fine so it's prior planning that's not depressing just... That's sensible. It's common sense. Yeah. So let's say we're in that situation. The five of us are the only people who survived. Uh, what are we going to be snacking on? Uh, Pringles. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> don't really have to think too hard. Crisps. Really any kind of crisps. Some form of crisps. So we're, we're back with the potato. I mean, could, <laughs> yeah. you, could, you, could you just take a potato because then you could make no, crisps or it has to be need, specifically crisps? You need the salt on it. This the, is yeah. Yeah. No, but you can get that from the desiccated oh, husks of the people who had died in the nuclear <laughs> <laughs> no, That's what I want. Okay. Desiccated husks. Sign me up for some of those desiccated husks. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying there's quite a lot of salt in the human body. If it wasn't depressing before, it is <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> now the line. It's like... Don't blame me. There's just a lot of salt in the human body. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a fact. It's science, man. Don't blame science. Don't the haters. <laughs> if nuclear winter means I get to eat Pringles the rest of my life, I say bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say in Pringles' defence is that they are very stackable. <laughs> and you could keep a large number of them. And, the, you know, there's not too much air between them. You could use the cans for... Messaging. Oh, oh armor. Yeah, armor. Yeah. For armor. Very small. <laughs> you could well, I can get my hand down a Pringles tube. How else do I get it out the bottom? And if you punched out the bottom of it, you could have it as a pretty serviceable. Yeah, one, exactly. two on your arm. <laughs> a After a while, you could fit them on your legs. Yeah, <laughs> one sponge. Exactly. You would become malnourished relatively quickly. So I think you could make After a whole suit. After a while, it'd be like a boob tube. <laughs> I'll be dead by that point. Um, <laughs> you could use it as a primitive periscope. A periscope? Oh, a periscope. Yeah, primitive nice. in the. Not to peer out of the world. You can only look up. Why? Why? In what situation, Rich? Do you imagine we need a periscope? Because we're in a bunker, and we need to be able to peer to look for the apocalyptic zombies. Good. Yeah. That is a good but one. It'll only work but only coming. straight up. <laughs> 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 we're on the roof, smashing through, and we haven't noticed. We're just playing <laughs> with a periscope. Go. Oh shit! Zombies. <laughs> Thing is, why are we doing that when we can we just? Could just <laughs> <laughs> That's the primitive. <laughs> yeah. so, no, because the beauty so of it is you can look forward, but it will show you what's above. But if it were a real no, but it's not. Though, but it's a Pringles can, it. so it just, it's just one Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> so primitive. But what you it's bored as a periscope. <laughs> so primitive. I think yeah. you're confusing the word primitive with completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. You've got to start somewhere. Do you wash the tubes out though? Because you don't want like a particle of salt oh, and yeah. your you don't something. want what I would call Pringle eye. No, it's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> it's just, that's always the case when you finish the Pringles. You just want to check. Oh, Pringle eye. 
I've got... It's like that like it's happened to you a lot. Uh, well, how else are you going to find out what's in the bottom of your Pringle packet? By looking at it just, you know, straight but down. But you don't need to, like, hold it to your eye and tip your head back to see. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie, but what do you use to look with? Your eyes. What am I going to do? Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you can just look down into the tube. I mean, at no point do you have to kind of hold it above your head and tip it into your eye. I refuse to accept that. Dark <laughs> in there. It is dark. so dark in there. It's so dark. There's going to have to be a strict rationing regime because yeah. when you pop you can't stop I know that's the problem that is the problem um, so you know, know what's funny about Pringles in the back in the olden days in the US they had a different jingle which is funny to hear now because you would they would never use it because mm. now it's the one two pop you can't stop but it used is to it be like really racist no it's <laughs> really unhealthy it's, it's that deep fried taste <laughs> it's that crispy crunch pass the Pringles please I need a bunch We've got the fever for a flavor of a Pringle, etc. But it's that deep fried taste you would never Amazing. advertise with that. No. We, we did not have that here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the collective term for Pringles, a bunch, like a banana. Yes, okay. I need a bunch of Pringles. <laughs> you would have thought it was like a handful or like a chewful or like a... An eyeful. But it yeah. runs with <laughs> eyeful. An eyeful of Pringles. Pringle eye. <laughs> Pringle eye. <laughs> so we've got Pringles, we'll stack them up, that's a really good idea. But, you know, maybe we'll allow in one or two other items. How are we going to complement those Pringles? Dip. Mm. Well, dip. Oh, dip. I was just thinking, like, what about some sort of sauce that keeps producing for itself? <laughs> <laughs> for itself, for you. I mean, but, like, yogurt's about the only thing that does that. What is what? Do you have in mind, Rich? Oh, chicken. <laughs> That's not a sauce. That's not a sauce. sauce. Oh, no, I think he meant S-O-U-R-S-E. I really don't think he did. I just don't think he thought about it. Don't backtrack. So if you've got a pet chicken, you've got a pet chicken, and it'll lay eggs for you. You can do all sorts of things with eggs. Call him. But you wouldn't need to call the hen because you've got it right there. She's right there in the bunker. Just have a little chat. But, um, yeah, and then it keeps making... I don't feel fun. that that counts. That's I, farming. Well, I feel, I feel it's impractical because, A, the chicken would die out. I mean, what are you going to okay. feed the chicken on? We've, we don't have enough it's food. It's so nice. Pringles. <laughs> is, that, is that cruel, though? <laughs> would they eat that? They would eat that. I think they would in the... Well, they probably would, no, but, I mean, the chicken would eat themselves. I mean, yeah. In this but, nightmare scenario, chickens can't be fussy. We're not being fussy. We're just eating Pringles. Pringles. And if worst comes to the worst and it does die, chicken dinner... Yeah, but then what are you going to do? Yeah, but then you've got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, but... Paul and the theory has been revealed. Yeah, but listen... It's probably you lasts longer chickens. than the Pringles. You'd right? need two chickens. You'd <laughs> need a diet of and a chicken. And then we're just talking about rebuilding of civilization. I think this is the problem. <laughs> we're, getting, <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting dangerously close to farming. We're getting bogged down in reality. Even, <laughs> even in a post apocalyptic situation, I'm not prepared to do that. No, snacks only. Crest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what? That'll keep I think cress itself. is yeah. something which you can grow, but is so far removed from actual farming that it's fine. <laughs> and also, grows anywhere, I mean, doesn't it? Cress well, is not a food source, kids, really. You can just grow cress like blotting paper. In, yeah, yeah. You're right, Primitive actually. farming. And are we going to eat? It'll be a garnish for the Pringles. <laughs> I just feel like it's individually gonna, garnish a Pringles. If we're gonna choose a, salad. If we're gonna choose a few Single select of cress. a few select items for this scenario, why are we having like cress? Can't we have something more substantial? Yeah. I still am feeling good about my Pringles choice. I think that was a fairly I, solid I one. Feel, just... I dare you any of you to top it. <laughs> top it with cress. Yes. Cress soup. 
<laughs> well, there we go. And we will, consume, we will continue our tips on what to do if you are trapped in a nuclear holocaust next time. Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan said something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. In these difficult financial times, people are turning in their droves to fast food. It is an ever-growing empire of uh, bizarrely named chip shops and pizzerias. Uh, But there is surely a better way that we could uh, capitalise on this by making our own chain of fast food. Do we have any ideas for new fast food that might take the market by storm? Well, I've got an idea, and this... It's it's a bit quirky. <laughs> right. No. So, Considering we're coming Surely from the dizzy not. heights of potato iPhones. <laughs> it's basically a pizzeria. Yeah. That's um, not quirky. Which is pretty standard, isn't it? But there's a twist. Right. Oh. Um, is there an iPhone on They make... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, though. No. Uh, no. Don't distract him. <laughs> right. All the pizzas are made with a hole in the middle. Right. So they're like a hoop. Right. And then service is like a game of hoopla. <laughs> That's going to end so badly. Um, well, do you have to catch it in a box or something? Listen, listen. I'll stop if, um, if they don't get it on the first time... On where? On your, uh, on your head. <laughs> so I didn't explain that. What's the it would be like a kind of an 18 inch up with a 12 inch hole in the middle. Very large. Yeah. Do you get like a pizza box collar so it doesn't spray tomato sauce? Yeah. Let me start it through. It is in a way, but. So, you order your pizza, and it is quite a big pizza because. The delivery is that they have to toss it from the kitchen. Yeah. It's one of those open plan kitchens, you know, that where you can see them cooking it. And they have That's to posh. Yeah, that is posh. But they have to throw it onto your head. Yeah. Right. If they don't get it on the first time, yeah. your meal's free. <laughs> but you have to eat it on it's the floor. Also on the floor. <laughs> Are you allowed to move when they throw it? Can no, I they will it? actually cook another one for you. Okay. But the twist is <laughs> That um, wasn't the twist. <laughs> <laughs> That's never the twist. That's more twist. The the cooks are also they came twist. from the circus. And they're, ex- they're experts at hoopla. They're not me. That's mixed. not a thing at a circus. <laughs> like, circus isn't just like someone playing hoopla. No, they all have to be like retired carnies. So the, the game like a, is Yeah, rigged. like a fairground. Yeah. That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, right. this is another quirk. <laughs> what? Another twist? So obviously, now you've got it on your head, hopefully. Um, it's round your neck like this, and you have to eat it like that. Like, pull away at it and twist it around. Oh, you can around. twist, you have to rotate like, your head like an you owl. You eat it like that. <laughs> and then um, maybe you should have maybe some kind of napkin that's like a maybe. rough thing. <laughs> yeah, when you come in, you, you get, get that. Yeah, the... It's what, like a Shakespearean like a, kind of Yeah, the concierge. Meets a lobster Dresses you up with that. <laughs> the concierge. <laughs> you know, like a sort of blood splatter suit, just yeah. to avoid the tomato sauce spraying on you. <laughs> it's an experience. You wouldn't go in in your glad but rag. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a 
but a poncho. I'm pretty yeah. sure that, that Dan's vision was everyday fast food restaurant, not some really random shit you go to once and go, that was terrible. Yeah, well, we never what go would you catch it? But the thing is, yeah, awesome. imagine if you're going on a blind date and <laughs> talking points are a bit awkward and it's not going that well. Not in this restaurant. What's the deal with all of the pizza around my neck? <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, do you get goggles? I mean, what if it's like some olives are being free and just caught you in the eye? I think toppings, the, um, toppings are going to be a yeah, key I mean, consideration. That is, yeah. If you go for chili, you're playing with fire. Yeah, really, quite literally. I mean, what if like a bit of Teresa came flying off and just kind of caught you in the nose? Or what I'm going to say there is <laughs> they're going to use um, mozzarella that's particularly sticky right. so that nothing's going to fly off. The are really Yeah, well they're seated. like well sort of <laughs> rooted in. Okay. It's not going to be none of this, you know, falling off. It's got to withstand the hoopla test. Yeah. I think they do that. Well, they make like, a practice one just to check the toppings aren't going to fly they off. They do a practice one. Some engineers. One. <laughs> yeah. Practice one. A practice one with the garlic bread, maybe. In the kitchen, there's a practice one. It's the quality control. It's like a, like a, a mannequin, a shop mannequin. Yeah, just yeah. a dummy. And, um, so they, they, they have to make two of every pizza <laughs> in the same style. One so that's a practicing one. Yeah, but no, listen. I'm thinking about the business now. Right. They also have a separate entrance where you go and it is just a game of hoopla to <laughs> charge for that that's the quality control is so this that... your business plan <laughs> so how, how yeah, about this right the start of one. you can come in there's the two arms of the business there's the playing hoopla and there's the eating pizza around your neck but if you <laughs> if you I mean it sounds silly when you put it like that but that is essentially what it is and if you are really good at the hoopla then you get hired but as a, as a chef <laughs> Doubles as a job interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Career progression there, isn't there? You can either win a teddy bear or get a job. <laughs> Are you allowed to, to dodge when they throw the pizza at you? Oh, you're allowed to try and dodge out the way to get when the it comes, free one. To get the free one. Oh, I didn't think of that. Shit, Maybe they lock you into some <laughs> yeah, sort of strict position. <laughs> They strap you to a plank and it's like... Yes. I think they just have strict no dodging signs all around and they're a dodge police. What if you're drunk and you just do like a drunken you. stumble as it comes at you, or, you know, on purpose? There's, there's like an independent jury which judge each and every throw. <laughs> so you're saying you've got another, another level of employee. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you've got like another three <laughs> people who are in, in a sort of jury panel on top of the chef yeah. and the hoopla expert. And, and if, if you're really good at sitting still and letting it come to you, then you can then be in the jury if you want because you've proven that you have a somber <laughs> <laughs> Not many restaurants have a jury, do they? <laughs> Not many restaurants have such a complicated service procedure, which has so much room for, you know, beating the system. I'm thinking very elaborate. Another um, job of the concierge is they have to ask you what your food, your food hell is. So, like, if you don't like olives... <laughs> If you don't like olives, yeah, okay, they list that Good down. Day. What is your food now? <laughs> oysters. No, I have oysters on the pizza. Oh, yeah. Then what happens? Yeah, and then what they do is, if you are caught, you know, dodging pizzas, obviously, <laughs> by the dodge police. Um, and the jury find you guilty. Right. Then you have, you're, you're forced fed your food now. What's oh, this like? Now it's, it's not sat in the kitchen. Now <laughs> we've got like corporal punishment. What is this like? How is this legal? I think what's happened here is the concepts. Like, well, I think we've had to build more things into like. 
police the concept. What this shows is how quickly a utopian idea can turn into a horrific dictatorship. (laughs) And we can all learn a thing or two about politics and how it's more complicated than it maybe first seems. I, I, I think really what we can conclude is it needs some tweaks as a format before it might work as a restaurant. Well, I have an idea. You know the carnival game where you shoot a water gun into like a clown's mouth and a balloon explodes? Yeah. And that, maybe that's how you get your beverage. Brilliant. Nice. Ooh, <laughs> like Another that, opportunity man. for employment. Yeah. And also delicious. But what, if they- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what happens with the balloon explosion? Well, there is an actual balloon on your head. Okay. That, that, but there's just an, a, a separate... Objective observer who's just sort of judging. Oh, another another member of the <laughs> no, separate this is, jury. This is going to boost the economy by providing a lot of jobs. So guys. many for every one customer, there needs to be about five staff to complete that order. Do you do you Fairly. get the food and beverage separately, or do you have to have run the risk of getting a beverage soaked pizza? I mean, it's already mm. a touch mangled from the throwing and catching around your neck. Mm. Well, the, I think the beverage dispensers are qualified sharpshooters, so there's mm. really not. They're snipers. Ex-snipers. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like in a shop across the road. I mean, I mean you say, <laughs> they're at the top of a building. <laughs> because, you know, how are you going to get a drink into your mouth? You've got this pizza collar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's going to be splashback. I mean, you're going to get some sort of. No, but they're really good, Charlie. Like they're, they're really good. All you see is this little laser mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I going to get shot and killed? Oh, the best, no, it's just the best my drink that... corner. <laughs> I'm not thirsty, I'm not thirsty, don't shoot! But because they have to, they have to like you know they they they're snipers. They take the element of surprise is their best weapon, and so they wait until like maybe there's a lulling conversation. Maybe you're sort of laughing, <laughs> enjoying <laughs> yourself, but yawning. Oh, you would just choke. <laughs> the best thing You'd be is, be so refreshed. The best thing is if they what if there's ice? If they make a mistake and they kill you and shoot you in the head, you get the drink for free. <laughs> Drink? How can it kill you? You, you could choke on it. Oh, I see. And it's incredibly high velocity. Yeah, I mean, the water pressure alone. Like you know how the um, you know the kind of uh, discredited practice for getting rid of protesters by firing a hose water at them, can. like a water can. It's a bit like that. <laughs> what, what about if they froze it into but a bubble pellet, <laughs> so you got a chilled beverage and Man. just like little ice bits? Oh. I just don't know how that could not kill you. <laughs> Could you pay, it doesn't sound any worse. Could you pay extra to have like vodka squirted right into your eye if you want to get drunk really quickly? Why is this now somewhere you're going to get pissed? I think you'd need to be if you're going to wear it. Uh, we're expanding the concept. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Well, Weird. Rich, how much would you like in a Dragon's Den style proposal for part ownership of this idea? Um... 99%. <laughs> what, you're prepared to offer? <laughs> Alright, well, if you'd like to join Richard's business, he'll do a lot of the work and you'll get significantly all of the profits, really. And all the pizza you can wear and around all, your neck. <laughs> and all the food you can wear. So. <laughs> Wait, dude, what's it called? Mm. Oh, yeah, I haven't thought of a name. Right. I was just right. thinking, like, Nexa. It's pizza <laughs> and necks. <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that. That's the worst part of the idea. Come <laughs> <laughs> like, on, maybe, maybe that's people. the one person who the person the who one pers- will, can, will can contribute. What about holy pizza? Yeah, nice. Yeah. And there's nice. also a the religious element. It's like a man's head with a ring around with the a top. Halo because yeah. it's pizza. like because <laughs> Jesus had a pizza around his neck. <laughs> it's well, a little well, no, above his head, really. 
then eventually. <laughs> that, last, that last supper was eventually. a riot. <laughs> That's where this all started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pizza above his head, but eventually he's going to go around his neck. I mean, that was actually what Judas did. He missed with the pizza. <laughs> on, Easter, the salad. on Easter Day, it went round his neck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll have to leave that one. <laughs> Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last few weeks since our previous podcast. We got an email in on the topic of my amazing gift of a USB fish tank I was given by my lovely grandmother, uh, which we talked about in our previous chapter on technology. We got an email in on that topic from listener David Zed, who said... So I was scouring the interwebs about the infamous USB fish tank and found this, the best of both worlds, a USB-powered aquarium for real fish. You use up a USB slot and you have to feed the fish. Oh, now that I think about it, this is the worst idea. Please disregard. <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, David Zed. <laughs> Excellent. And I like an email which uh, immediately discounts everything it said at the end. That's good. <laughs> so he sent us an, an Amazon link for this uh, USB fish tank. And it looks kind of amazing. What do you see there, Charlie? What's it all about? It is a striking black fish tank. It, it's a, it's a multi-use fish, fish tank. On the, on the left of it, there's a sort of uh, an actual fish tank um, with a little tap above it that sort of has a nice little flow of water through it, or it might be a sort of air pump or something. But on the right, more importantly, is like a bedside clock, and it has um, the time, the date, the day of the week, and I believe that's a built-in radio at the bottom. I'm not quite sure. Do you think it has clock radio functionality? It looks it like it might. I was going to say, like, that's got to be. I mean, they are not going to like the base part of the really tank, are they? Like it. Is it meant to have real fish in it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. no, it's great. I really quite want one. I think we'll put the link up to this on our website, but it's really worth checking out for any of our listeners who enjoy trying to keep an animal alive and feel like they've got too many USB ports. I also like the fact that it has a spotlight that goes over the top of the tank so you can bit really clearly Charlie, see the fish. But Charlie, I've been reading the reviews. That spotlight only comes on when you're charging it. Oh. oh. Why is that? I would say that everything about it's a that... poor quality product. <laughs> everything about that is just Designed to make a fish's life miserable because it's like pure hot spotlights, banging bass, a, a, like a, a tap thing, which is annoying. I just think it would be miserable. It's only got three stars. Maybe they're taking into the account animal welfare. But listeners who would like to get some uh, some fish products, we'll put that on our website. So please do go and have a look. We got another email in from listener Morgan uh, on the topic of our now defunct quiz, but maybe it's coming back. We want to leave speculation open. Who knows? Uh, On the wonk. She says, Hey guys, just emailing in to say that I love the podcast. Great work, guys. I'm still catching up, but I have to say that so far my favorite part of the podcast is On the Wonk. Mainly because we don't say wonk here where I live. I live in Canada, eh? Again, great work on the podcast, guys. Hope you read this email out on the show. It'll probably be a while before I write in again. If I write in again at all. Ominous. That is the correct answer. A little sinister. I love an email. First of all, if you're writing in, please just go back on everything you said at the end and also put some veiled kind of uh, <laughs> threats. <laughs> Maybe she's on her way to jail. Like, it seems like she's getting, getting locked oh up. Oh my gosh, Morgan, I hope you're okay. Morgan. It, you know, they don't, we don't say wonk either in America. Well, we would say, like, something is wonky, which might mean it's weird. So it's kind of the same, but yeah. on the wonk isn't a thing. Well, I, we made that up, so... Oh, is it? Did you? 
to Rich, a point. Rich, is it made? Is it made up? I don't know, it's just like an... I suppose it kind of is a phrase, but it's, it's, it's to do with the fact that it's wonky. It's oh, okay. So, mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not a common use. Okay. Yeah, we'd say wonky, but that's kind of it. <laughs> well, um, I'm not writing it again either, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that's it, I'm never writing into no. the show again. I hope you do write in again, Morgan, I hope we haven't put you off now. <laughs> but um, I hope you don't go to jail, or unless you've committed a really horrible crime. <laughs> in which maybe case, you maybe you deserve it. <laughs> But, Take responsibility, Morgan. <laughs> look, look, Morgan, if you've done a crime, you should probably give yourself up. Yeah. But if you're bored in prison, why not send us an email? <laughs> yeah. Or a letter. Which you can do to podcast at flat29.com. We also got a letter in from listener Hannah on the topic of tangoing, which is something that Rich said he would like to do to Her Majesty the Queen. Hannah said... Hello, it's faithful listener Hannah. Two years ago, I was in my last year of primary school. There was a thing made of greatness circling all primary schools in the county. And this thing was painfully amusing. Yes, it was tangoing. It's not the same tangoing that Rich would like to demonstrate on the Queen. It was better. (laughs) What you did was run up behind someone and... Sorry, and smash your hands over both of their ears and shout tango and run away. This, <laughs> <laughs> this was very painful yet amusing. And I, I think if if Rich <laughs> Come on. if Rich went to tango the queen <laughs> using my technique, I think he might kill her. <laughs> There's an emoticon, but I don't know what that's I think it's mean. just a solemn sadness. <laughs> 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 I probably would kill her if I was doing it right. That breaks the eardrum at least, wouldn't it? <laughs> Lots of love to you all fl- at Flat29, including, I think it's Emily who takes part in a lot of the singing and deserves credit. Beautiful voice. Bye! Oh, well, <laughs> look at that. Em, I can't believe you wrote us into us under the guise of a, <laughs> of a school child. <laughs> you know, I didn't do that because I don't know what this tangoing fad is. That sounds like almost criminal. How's this allowed? <laughs> when I... I was at primary school, football stickers were banned. How are you allowed to smash people over the face? Can I just say... You ask Morgan. <laughs> that maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Convicted of tangoing. <laughs> My tangoing is, you know, safer. Someone just sort of like... Rubbing your hand over someone's face. <laughs> I mean, that sounds <laughs> wrong. Is that what we said? Well, if you do saying? it to primary school children, it is wrong, Rich. Then you should stop that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but doing that that's bad for your hearing isn't it it is banging over the ears it's the combination of the banging and the shouting hmm. see I'm not even that pro monarchy but I, if someone tang- <laughs> if someone tango the queen in that to way death. I, 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 for some reason there's some patriotic part of me that would be like that is my queen you cannot tango <laughs> her in I'd pay manner. for that queen and you yeah. should stop it Morgan. I think she'd have, to, she'd have to abdicate because she'd never come back from that, would she? She'd be dead. Well, no, no, I mean, even if she, even if she lived through it, just the um, you'd perforate you know, both eardrums and we'd have a deaf queen. Once and that's you've no done good. that, there's no going back, is there? Well, you couldn't take her seriously after she'd been tangoed. God, there's nothing. It's, there's no way she can win after this, is she? What the queen? No. <laughs> yeah. 
She'd have to abdicate. Well, She'd have to abdicate, and we'd like to call on the Queen now to step down preemptively <laughs> in case this happens. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with her abdicating. I wouldn't have a problem with abolishing the monarchy. I would just have a problem with someone like assaulting our queen while she was on the throne. <laughs> she was assassinated by Tango. <laughs> have a sort of velvet drape behind the throne and someone's arms would just reach out right <laughs> on the side of the throne. Tango! Imagine if like the play within a play in Hamlet was like that and he's <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet, <laughs> yeah, smashes his father over the ears. That would be a far better way of doing it. I yeah. think the Queen actually has impeccable hearing for her age, and <laughs> when she senses, hear you coming. When she senses an attacker, she does. This isn't very good for a podcast, but she thrusts her hands up next to her ears like she does that like, to stop any. Um, she does like that move on tragedy. Yeah, tragedy. tragedy. <laughs> Putting your hands up by and your then ears. when someone goes in, you do that. Uh, it's like a preemptive yeah. defense move that you I, learn in Queen's like, School. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Queen Academy. She's like a tragedy ninja. I mean, she hears them coming. She's like tragedy. I would just like to say thank you to listener Hannah for her lovely compliment to me just then. There are a few different singers on the podcast. There's a girl who sings a flat twenty nine. There are. Although you sang it just now, I, so yeah, but I didn't sing. sing the particular one. <laughs> Yes. But thank you very much, and I haven't worked in a while, darling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so would nice. say to email us in, there's no need to, you know, pander. And if you're going to pander, <laughs> pander to us, please. Yeah, you, you, you've picked the wrong us. We're the stars. <laughs> please. Priorities, please. <laughs> <laughs> but well done. Thank you, Emily. And thank you to everyone who has uh, written in with comments. You can get us on podcast at flat29.com. But before we close the letters section, I think we should address the elephant in the room, the very, very small uh, elephant in the room, which is the issue of wood lice. Last chapter, we brought up the issue that uh, wood lice, I used to call them chuggy pigs. Rich used to call them Gramfer Gravies. Yeah, or Cheesy Bobs. Cheesy Bobs. And we had quite a bit of correspondence about that. Uh, We got an email in from listener Connor, who told us he calls them monkey peas. We also got Penny Sows from listener Adam. Uh, Listener Tony uh, also went with Chuggy Pigs and Chicky Pigs, which is similar to to my uh, suggestion from last week as well. Listener Rowan comes up with Daddy Gramfers, and I love the use of Gramfers, but that may have been corrected uh, to Crane Flies. But I'm pro calling anything a Gramfer, as long as as you pronounce the the R's like that. Uh, we got a, uh, a Cornish name from listener Katie, Grammar Sows. And finally, listener Martin uh, chimes in with Grumpy Griggs. So there is a whole plethora of different names but for I, I want to say a special mention should go to Zara for just calling them Woodlouse. Uh, that's the only thing I will never call them. <laughs> but, um, Sarah, in America, do you have Woodlice? Um, well, I had to look it up because I didn't know what you were talking about. And mm-hmm. it looks to be what we would call... There's also a bunch of colloquial names for that mm-hmm. kind of bug. I grew up calling it a roly poly nice. and um it's also, yeah because you would touch it and it rolls up yeah. uh, pill bug is common um, roly polies is nice that's very mm-hmm. adorable I like but one. I still quite don't find it quite as endearing as ground for gravies <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what any of the words that you said <laughs> none of them are real words okay. so don't worry it's the real word for the wood lice it, the ones that we have I yeah. don't know well don't they just die as well I don't <laughs> want to put a downer on this little bit we get quite a few of them at yeah, home, and they just die. We're all going to die, Rich. Yeah, but look, chill out. <laughs> but they just die quickly. Like, 
I've never seen it's when... It's not like a mayfly and just lasts for a day. <laughs> yeah, but I've never seen one, like, a regular. I've never seen an elderly woodlice. <laughs> yeah, they all seem, like, bad. <laughs> they all seem teenagers. They all seem, about a, d- they all seem about a day old. And then I never see them again, or they're just dead. <laughs> How would you know if you saw the you same They don't have little beards and canes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just... I either see them moving next day, they're upside down, dead. <laughs> Jesus I'm not saying like I tag them and stuff and I've got like cameras on them and stuff like that. You yeah. tag them with a bit of paint or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Like a farmer would paint on the back of its sheep or something, which does that with his. Because uh, that's nail varnish, just like a yeah. little four. Oh. <laughs> I'm reading here that they are in fact woodlice. It's a terrestrial crustacean. Sweet. So which is space. also my favourite band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Common name of pill bugs, roly polies, or potato bugs. All right. There you go. Well, we've learned a lot today, and the debate rages on. Uh, our Facebook group is available, Flat 29's Big Book of Everything. Our email is podcast at flat29.com, uh, and we also have a Twitter at flat29. Get in touch with us uh, with your woodlice worries. Send us an email whenever you can. I know you're really busy. Deleting your spam Podcast at flat29.com And why not jazz it up with an emoticon Or a lolcat Shut up lolcat Imagine you are having a party There are a number of things to consider But number one on that list After your playlist uh, After your invite list Is number three on that list (laughs) is what are you going to have for party snacks? Uh, What are you guys' ideal party foods? Mm. I'm thinking of the children's party classic cheese and pineapple on a stick. Agreed. Every time. Every time. Is (laughs) it just what it sounds like? Yeah, Um, it's a a small block of cheese about this size. Yeah. Yeah. And then a small chunk of pineapple about the same size. size. And And the cocktail sticks. You know sticks. (laughs) We have those. A toothpick, we'd call it. But this is a thing, Dan. Not everyone loves bland food the way that you do. Stop it. I think you don't understand that. It's not bland, though. I mean, pineapple's not bland. It's exotic. Pineapple was exotic back in the 70s. It's not exotic anymore. That's two of the three main ingredients for a Hawaiian pizza. And what's more exotic than Hawaiian Hawaiian pizza? (laughs) Hawaiian pizza is horrible. It changes up hula dancers. I think um, we need to expand our horizons. We're not being very ambitious with these party snacks. We can always get, you know, Mm. what if we had a whole pineapple and a whole cow? What about a a (laughs) bowl? of M&M's that we don't even want to cover mine just, like just, we're a famous rock band yeah yes. that'd be good <laughs> to, to give us delusions of grandeur there's mm-hmm. a separate coloured bowls of M&M's around the room the parties need a rider yeah. it could be like right they, they, have you ever heard of those traffic light parties yes uh, where you go and you're meant to wear like a sticker and you're like if it's green you're like hey I'm available ladies and mm. if it's amber you're like oh convince me <laughs> and if it's red you're like I'm not available but I'm inexplicably at like a singles party right. so what you do is when you go in there'd be the bowls of M&M's like on each table there'd be a massive bowl of M&M's and you just have to constantly be eating them all night and if you're eating the green ones then you know you're available but the good thing about that is you can change your mind so you can be snacking down the red ones and then suddenly someone else would be like hey move over to the orange who knows things are changing <laughs> but then you have to pay attention to what people are putting in their mouths I know, so that'd and be a bit weird it's not right? that sexy to talk to someone who's no. shoveling down a load of chocolate 
I don't know, I really like M&M's. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the thing is, I think people would get distracted with the M&M's and forget yeah. about the flirting. Like, yeah. You, what you'd have to do is, when the bowl was empty, just fill it with car keys. <laughs> That's an yeah. entirely different kind of party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. But, On the um, green lights, that's true. Talkies He's in. in the ball. <laughs> yeah, the green lights will be up for that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the green lights will do anything. They really will. <laughs> um, but it's it's nice to choose food that will help make your party sexier. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that's something yeah. like a good sexy party. Oh, mm-hmm. But I mean, chocolate Back fountains. To I mean that. that <laughs> A chocolate fountain is actually terrible. What, I mean, they're terrible. They are terrible. What if I you mean, had like a full size one, like on the credits of Friends? You <laughs> <laughs> no, and your friends in suits it's, to go splash around. It's, it's, it's such low quality chocolate; it's not worth having. <laughs> I'm imagining the cast of Friends as chocolate people now. Nice. I thought you said you're going to imagine them with like a sort of massive walking stick with like a huge marshmallow on it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes all six of them to lift it up. I'm like, all right, all together, off the sofa, in we go. <laughs> chocolate friends, chocolate friends. Can friends. we swap it out to the, like the giant marshmallow man from uh, Ghostbusters? <laughs> he just swipes his hand in and goes, all right, chocolate for everyone. What it's about like a... some roast chestnuts? Mm. And then dip them in the fountain. A fountain of what? Chestnut chocolate. Fountain of gravy. Oh, yeah. well, there's a That's lot horrible. of possibilities there. <laughs> you get a potato, a roast potato on a stick. Ooh. In the fountain oh, I like of this. gravy. Put it in the fountain of gravy. Just have like a savoury yeah. party. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. That would be a novelty, but using traditional That's foods. A roast dinner. Mm. Yeah, would be, but a gravy yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you could have a hog roast at one end, and then just like a big gravy fountain at the other. Sprout and dipping it in. Mm. Trays of roast vegetables. You'd wander around with like a pimp chunks that you dip into the fountain of gravy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole room would just stink. Gravy, <laughs> be grim, but it, it would be. It would taste nice. You could put anything in a chocolate fountain. Cheese sauce. Cheese sauce. Cheese you could have an awesome fondue party if it was in a fountain. Yeah. Yes, that's could pretty much put, what it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How about this? After the that's party, after the party, mm. you've got a lot of mess. Is always the case. Um, you fill the chocolate fountain with like washing up liquid, and then you can just put dishes under it. <laughs> <laughs> that's <a really laughs> that's I can't genius. believe yeah. no one has thought of and that. And it also yet. cleans the fountain. I suspect it doesn't work. That's why. That is From such this, a good idea. Quite, you'd need quite high-powered water. To get off tough stains. And where do you get that? I'm thinking the mozzarella that mm. could get stuck to the plates. Mm. Just your casual. Oh, that's a bastard to get off. Dripping How fountain. That's not going to crack that. Particles of sponge. <laughs> what? Coming through the fountain. <laughs> Coming circulating through. through. They're just little sponge. Sponge chunks. Sponge chunks. That <laughs> go through. And they just like, because of the velocity they're pumped out at, you can switch it up to max, you know, the fountain. And then <laughs> they're just bombarding it like an asteroid storm. Can't the cast of Friends just do the washing? I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they would, Rich, but they just, they never do. They're going down the coffee shop and they don't pull their weight. And that's part of the reason they were counting. I've never seen them doing the washing up, actually. Yeah, no. Have you? No, I don't think I have. There's only like one. Get sponge on the end of one of those cocktail sticks and just like 
clean it off. Yeah, that you've <laughs> just you eaten something off. You dip yeah. it on a sponge, exactly. spike it on a sponge, do a bit of cleaning. All your guests would clean. <gasps> what big can down? Clean maybe. as you go. Mm. You can't ask really... the guests to clean as they go. What kind of party is that? Oh, it's that. like wipe the surfaces with a lemon wipe, and then, and then you, you can have a lemon. There are flaws in that as a plan. I feel. I was just going to say that you can have the wipe. A reward of a lemon is not enough. Congratulations <laughs> to you! <laughs> well, are there any other... Um, what else would you like to see food-wise at a party? We've all been to parties. We've all thrown parties. Why don't we, um, to cut down on costs, yeah. you know that classic trick where if you smell something and then you eat something, it tastes like yeah, sure. what it smells like. Sure. You could just get any kind of rubbish for the food. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I don't know, rubber... And then just you have like little bits of cardboard with smells arms that are lemon smell. Pizza smell. Why at your parties you always eating lemon? Because it's a lemon party. I think that's a bit different. Well, if you would like to come to Rich's Lemon Party, oh. bring your own sponge. Wow. What an invitation. Yeah, so, yeah, all sorts of smells. And you could have, like, a, you know... <laughs> Lasagna. Yeah. All sorts of smells at Rich's Lemon Party. Lasagna would be great to have at a party. There's not enough kind of things that come in trays. So mm. online, you'd order all the different smells. Yeah. They customise it. So and if you what format in, would they arrive? Themes, right? Themes, Mexican yeah, party, yeah, enchilada card. Do you have to come in fancy dress, or is it just the yes. food thing? No, you have to come. You have to come as a. You have to smell of something. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> to add, and sniff. <laughs> you just have to like rub yourself in something before you come. To add an edge. <laughs> so to add an edge. <laughs> it's a blindfold. Sound wise. It's blindfold. Oh right! That's so you do not have to. You don't even have to clean up before people come over. <laughs> so it's, it's like that dining in the dark thing. You, yes. you turn up all the lights. The thing is, does that mean the, that the traffic light badges they kind of light up? You can They're change in the braille, colour, actually. Like, no, no. There's braille. different smells, and so you oh. have to smell someone to tell whether they're single. Well, so so you, red would be like a rose. Uh, and yellow no, red might would be... be something more off-putting because they don't want you oh, to flirt right. with them. So red would be Good like chili. I thought you were going to make garbage. I thought you were going to make pheromones. For the color theme. Right. So you had like an in heat for green, and then that was like a like the pheromone oh, pheromone smell. badges. It's mm. yeah. <laughs> all wear pheromone yeah, badges. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a sexy time we're all going to have sniffing each other's bodies. Because the reason for blindfolds is that you know you can tell me that. It's gonna taste like lasagna, but I'm eating some sponge. <laughs> if I'm looking at the sponge, it's not ruins really the mental illusion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, what I like at parties are mini versions of things, like mini mm. egg rolls or mini meatballs mm. or mini sort of quiches. the opposite of the massive mm. fountain. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love an egg roll, mini mm. samosas. Well, what massive party foods could we scale down? Oh, party oh. rings. Are they too big. Well, I mean. They're the wrong size because I mean you couldn't. They're propo- a ring, but you can't put it on your finger. You can't the hole in the middle. Not you big couldn't enough. propose to someone with a party <laughs> ring. But I mean, You'd if you scale them down, party. so they're about the size of a nice gem. <laughs> you know, scale it down to kind of you know. 
Because it takes a couple of bites to get through a party ring. You're right. But, I mean, if you scale down, so it's just like a... More manageable party yeah, size. Yeah, just, just throw it in casually. I mean, party like, size party ring. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Party size. I, I believe Mars coined it with fun size party ring. Yeah, nice. you're right. You're I don't know what's fun about having less chocolate. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the dumbest. I know. <laughs> Well, there we go. And if you're planning a party, uh, just do some of that shit. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Best conclusion ever. Well, that was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, uh, Chapter 41 on food. You can get in touch with us with all the different ways that I said before. Podcast.flat29.com is our email. Uh, We will see you a bit later with some more podcasts. Bye! Bye! Flat 29's Big book of everything, another topic down, a millions to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know. Right. <clears throat> Testing, one, two. Let's do a roll call. Charlie. Hello, I'm Rick. here. Oh. I'm talking. Good one. Rich. Hello, I'm here, I'm talking. Should we just try talking in a normal voice? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, come on. Right. I'll start reading. Charlie, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, Rich, how's Charlie doing? I think he's alright. <laughs> he's, he's been to so Nando's, so well, he's unhappy. I'm a little disappointed. Okay. Um, Sarah, how was Charlie doing before <laughs> he went to Nando's? He seems to have leveled out, but there was sort of a rise in some emotional something. <laughs> <laughs> And Emily, how would Charlie be doing if he'd never heard of Nando's? We can't really say. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, a, it was a difficult, difficult question. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to.